Hello, everyone, and welcome to Myth Takes. Uh, I am your keeper, Colin Parker, and today I am joined by, let's go in alphabetical order. That way there's no fake pointing to people who aren't in the room. <laughs> so let's go in alphabet- uh, alphabetical order, starting with... Oh, <laughs> hang on a second. Damn it. Uh, that was perfect. Starting with... <laughs> Hello, welcome to Myth Takes. My name is Colin Parker, and uh, I am currently the keeper. And today I am joined by... Alex Taylor. Lindsay Nelson. Michael Palmer. Naomi. There we go. All right. That is everyone. That was very well done. Thank um, you. I tried. <laughs> We nailed the intro. Um, All right. When we last saw this little team, uh, quartet, there you go. That's what you call um, four people. You all were sort of standing outside and just sort of like, well, wait a minute. Who are you? Where did you come from? Like, why are you? Who's a soprano? Okay. Um, (laughs) And so, you know, you all were sort of kind of very quickly talking back and forth about all these sorts of things. Um. And then that's when the uh, noise and the light from deep within the cave um, started to grow larger and larger. Um, And so now it is just the four of you standing in the snow, probably like, I don't know, let's just say it's like about a a quarter mile away from you. Um, And uh, you can see it pretty easily, um, but it's going to take you a hot second to get there. So I'm going to open it all up to all of you. What do you do? Well, I've got dibs in the snowmobile. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Mongo? Uh, Mongo is not around anymore. He, uh, well, I mean, I I don't know. That's actually a good question. Now I think about it. Where is Mongo? I'm going to let you dictate that. Is he in the cave? Ooh, hot twist. So either we could all run in there together or should we, we could bait them out, but then there'd be another mess of Wendy goes running at us. Um, if there's a way we could light the whole thing on fire, then we could take care of all of them. But if there's anybody inside, then that wouldn't bode well for them. Um, we could go inside, but that also wouldn't bode well for us. So does anybody use fire magic? I don't believe any of you do. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you not um, make your character specifically for this arc? Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So before we head in there, though, that might help some transportation, for lack of a better term. You were the last person, Vera, to see Mongo. What happened to Mongo? Because remember, he was like, you know, you can either go with me now or you can go fight these people but does that mean that if you go and fight these people that he's gonna go with you or yeah okay yeah okay (laughs) um all right i am not gonna be able to do that voice because i have lost my voice so i'm just gonna have to preface everything with manga says um all right but um mongo is not speaking just yet i was just letting you know um all right so the five of you then I lied. It's a quintet. So the, the five of you are sort of standing out in the snow. And I feel like maybe some of you are a little kind of like, there's a giant fucking cat here. But at the same time, you did just fight Wendigo, which everyone probably thought weren't real. So it's like, man, there's a lot of just weird shit in this town. So let's see. Buck. Yes. As the person who is literally done this for a living before you know traveling around and fighting these creatures um why don't you start off the conversation to come up with a game plan for how you're going to fight or figure out whatever you can to end this battle yeah so uh, these things are it putting it lightly allergic to fire and that's probably going to be our best bet in killing these things, but we don't know how many there are. We don't know what's inside of that cave. There are a lot of things that we don't know. So 
if we had more time and the situation were different, I'd suggest we find a way to get more information. But given that there's a wall of monsters between us and getting that information, I'm going to suggest that we just take care of these as we go and then see where that gets us. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Noctis is about yeah. as wary of people as she is of Wendigos. You just all have seemed slightly less uh, aggressive. So I I don't know that Noctis is probably kind of hanging towards the shadows. Uh, have any of you guys, I mean, you've seen my hand, but uh, I don't know yeah. that any of you have seen the rest of me that I'm not, you know, human. Uh, yeah. I don't know that that I mean, I, they would have any strong feelings about this. Like, yeah, that's fair. But at this point, we got to think that I'm slightly injured. I'm slightly injured and, too. Yeah. So maybe rushing into a cave full of monster, monster, monsters, <laughs> isn't the greatest idea. What are your thoughts, Vera? I mean, I could just do my abjuration. You could, but uh, just uh, this is just a question. Was that something that was only caused by like pure duress? Like when it when it that's went, the like, problem. When it went bad. Yeah, that's the problem. I can't right. do it at will. Right. Okay. Um, but you do have other magics that can maybe I don't know what 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 are the other magics that you have? And what can they do? Well. I have frost or ice and force or wind. And the um I don't know if this helps, but mm -hmm. I can cast gun. <laughs> <laughs> um Mongo Mongo says here, I'll at least do the cigarette puff to at least you know, help with with differentiating mm -hmm. him. Perhaps your wind can uh, maybe, you know, knock a few out of the way, make a little make a little pathway for you all to get there. You got what Eastern European <laughs> with Bongo there? I thought he was French. He is supposed to be. Look, I don't have the voice to do it. Fair. My throat is made of sandpaper. At least you got the smoking part down. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Listen, hun. Um, good morning, Baltimore. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, uh, essentially, I mean, you know, obviously, like I can't give you. Nope, never mind. I was almost about to give you a hint, but I'm like, no, 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 no. Can't do that. Uh, the way... So, okay, so here's here's the great thing about games like this, is that you can do head rushes in and, and fight and maybe get a little messed up, um, or you can find creative solutions to problems, and, uh, you know, we just roll to see how well those things go i mean think kind of almost scooby-doo like you know yeah you can probably solve some of these issues with traps or with other means there are also five of you so i have a thought i could potentially rile them up with the snowmobile the issue is getting at well getting in and getting out but the question is if i can get them all out what would be the best way to deal with them from there i can't just charge into all of them and, a and you know ragdoll them all but right i could try with a couple i mean i'm not 100 percent sure what the physical parameters of like 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 what the terrain and everything is where we are with the whole sure uh so i can maybe paint a better picture of that then um so you are kind of on the edges of the kind of upper part of the village right um, and at the base of the, like, kind of secondary hill, right, that leads to the very tip of the mountain, there is a cave face, um, and it, um, or the face of a cave, rather, I guess is the best way of saying that. Um, and it is rather large, like, I mean, it is, like, multiple people's width. Like, all five of you could walk in there side by side and still have some room, you know? Um, and it is also probably about three to four people's worth tall. It's actually a rather large cave, and it almost seems odd that no one has, like, ever mentioned it before, or it looks as if, like, how has this gone unnoticed? 
Um, there's definitely something bizarre about this cave. Uh, hopefully that answers a little bit more. Okay, so they're not like... If there's anything else more specific. We're, go ahead, go ahead. we're not trapped, per se. No, you're not trapped. No, not yet. You're, you're still out in the open. Okay, so they're not between us and the village or or we're not like up against no. a rock wall. It's just do we try and stop them all from leaving the cave? Yes. Okay. But then do we know if there's... My question is, well, what is that light? Is that, like, a person in there who's trapped? Is that, like, something to do with the Wendigos? Because, like, if someone's stuck in there, I wouldn't want to seal them inside. Especially if we seal them inside and they can just get out again. I will give you one little bit, like, one little info piece about Wendigo. Uh, If there's a person in there, they are not alive. (laughs) Wendigo don't exactly, like, you know... Like humans. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, they, they like eat them, you know? So it's like, they're if there's someone in there, it's like, they're just, they're munching on them. Yeah. So then I guess uh, my question would be, what is that big bright light in there? Is that creating them somehow? Is that summoning them? Is if we can destroy that, is there a way we can control this? Is that what caused the cave to open up in the first place? You know? Why don't uh, Alex? You're asking a lot of the right questions. Why don't you read a bad situation? Okay, so that is sharp, and my sharp is one. So I got a nine. Okay, so you can either hold one, or you can use the forward that you got at the end of the last episode to make it a ten. Um, I make it a ten. I think I'm gonna make it a ten. Okay. So with that, you get to ask three questions. What are the three questions that you would like answered? What is that light? That, mm, I don't know if I can answer that one because that's not technically on the list here. Mm-hmm. I'll read a bad situation. Plus, I don't know if you'd be able to tell without literally seeing it. Okay, so then I'm going to choose a different question. That's fine, yeah. Um, What is the best way in? Truthfully, the best way in uh, is actually through the cave front. Okay. Um, but the that's sorry, that's like the best way in. But that doesn't mean that's the. How do I say this? Just barreling straight on in isn't exactly the best way in. You do want to probably make a hole. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the best way in is to go into the cave, but to make it a much more clear path. Yeah. So then not just going right through that the big hole, but finding another way. Okay. Um, are there any dangers we haven't noticed yet? Uh, yes, the light. Okay. And what's the biggest threat? The light. And the re- and now I realize that that's all like super, super simple maybe. But here's the thing. Normally, I feel like you wouldn't consider the light, uh, uh, a light to be dangerous, right? Yeah. You know, you're sitting there and like, if you're sitting outside and it's nighttime and you see someone's like, car lights come on right there's like oh it's just a light there is definitely something that is like ominous about this this is it's got a very soft pulse to it um and it has and it's been getting brighter and brighter throughout time um and it certainly seems like every time that uh wendigo cry out for for more people that they come out of the cave with that light coming out of it so um, I'm going to ask a question of this quartet plus one. Who can make a big hole? Is it a portal? Uh-huh. If it's a portal, then we have to shut the portal down or like destroy it. But then how do we get in there without going through the big wall of... Correct. Wendigo? I don't know. <laughs> so then I go back to my question. Who can make a big hole? I can, o- I can only cast gun. So there's only... Cast gun. I mean... I think technically I'm the physically sh- I'm physically the strongest. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> I am the strongest. Strong. I am the strongest. Um, but does that mean I can break through solid rock? Probably not. I could try and drive fast enough with the snowmobile, but I don't know if that'll give us a hole. I mean, I'm I'm not sure what to have Noctis uh, say here because I don't know that they're aware of their cap- of what they can and cannot do. I mean, yeah, right. uh, they might be able to punch through rock or something, but I, they've never tried. I don't know that they would have any idea. Well, 
This is the does time it, to try. <laughs> um, does, everybody, does everybody just want to hop on the snowmobile? Or we could just take a drive right in. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Head first. <laughs> sure. Be the end of the arc. <laughs> Wait, so yeah, we can be on the snowmobile and like drive it. Like you drive it full speed and then we have to like jump off at the last second. Does that make any sense? I mean, we destroy the mobile, but. But that actually could work because if we can ram it into something and make it blow up, then there's fire. And oh. as we know, Wendigo don't like fire. So. Then we lose the snow movie. <laughs> but at this point, like, there's not much that we can do in a snowmobile that's not on snow. You're, you're, it sounds like you are zeroing in on a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is the final verdict? I mean, yeah, there are, there is a little bit of magic ability in the group. Um, there is uh, multiple weapons. There is someone with a giant glowing red hand. Um, and there is a, sm- oh my God. And there is a snowmobile. I mean, I don't want Noctis to injure themselves, you know? I don't want anybody to injure themselves. Mm-hmm. Correct, but, but we can jump off the movie. Well, that's... We could, well, but that doesn't what? mean we will. Like, if what? we... What? Someone, <laughs> this, this is true. What do you mean? We have to roll for it? Probably. Uh... <laughs> God, just... Or like be, being able to jump off in time, because like we we'll, we'll we'll fall off if we end up like hitting, going headfirst into a wall with the snowmobile. We'll end up off the snowmobile, but that doesn't mean we'll jump off in time. Mm-hmm. That's also true. It could mean that you know one of us eats wall, along with and we make a new character the snowmobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vera, what kind of magic do you have again? I have frost slash ice and force slash wind. Force slash wind. Oh, hello? Well, I don't know if... The problem is I don't get super powerful unless I'm really afraid. But you do... You can use, like, force and wind with, like, a blast base. So you might not be able to, like, knock out all of them, but you can certainly... Certainly knock them back. You can certainly make... punch Punch a decent hole. So, like, be the first line of defense kind of thing? Like, push them back and then you guys help? Once they fall back, or or you weaken them, and the rest of us finish them off, or they at least get pushed out of the way so we can get further into the cave. Also true. And then hopefully by the time we take care of this light thing, they won't be a problem anymore. You forget this all depends on how I roll, because if I roll like shit, <laughs> that, that, that's also the game. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello. So I mean, so, okay. And there is also such thing as luck. Like if you. So, okay, so if you roll, let's say you roll a six, and you're like, all right, I'm just going to accept my fate, right? Then we can do that. Or you can also use luck, which after you roll retroactively, change the result to a 12. Um, But you only get, I think, what, 10 of those, right? I'm not sure how much of any of this has been, uh, like, in character or not. (laughs) Well, we're That's discussing it yeah. out of character, but... That's true. All right, so then why don't... That's a good point. So then why don't we pull it back into character and we make a final decision as to what we're doing in character. So what are we doing here? It seems like we could either go in head first, um, we could potentially push them out of the way to get inside, or... Well, it doesn't seem like we can really find another way in at this point. So, either we just try and head in, head on, or we push them out of the way first. Does that seem fair? <laughs> you said, isn't any? That's not. That's French. Would you like to try Russian? <laughs> if there is not any other suggestion, I guess we can go with that. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so then, I think the person who can cast. Who can create the wind ship should maybe join me on the snowmobile so we can get close and push them out of the way quickly and hopefully further. And then that'll let us all get inside. 
And that way we can sneak okay. up on them as opposed to just kind of like meandering up to them. And Mongo, uh, sorry, again, this accent's going to be very bad because of no voice. <laughs> I can take the other two on my back and follow you in. Okay, that'll work. Okay. Okay. Sure. Are we all in agreement? Hey, it's Colin Parker, your keeper, your pod boss, your best friend, and your still ever so slightly broken boy. I done lost my voice a month ago, and it's still very rough, as you can tell. Hopefully it's not permanent because, well, you know, I podcast and stuff, but you know, let's just not talk about that stuff. Let's talk about some good stuff. Let's talk about Myth Takes, since that's the show that you are listening to right now. First off, thank you for joining us here on arc number three, which is Motionless in the Moonlight. Uh, so thank you as well to Lindsay, Alex, Naomi, and Michael. Thank you for to you four for joining me on this uh, on this one. This arc concludes the introductory arcs. Uh, now, as you know, those three um, happen simultaneously, uh, and the end of the very last prologue that we did uh, almost a year ago at this point leads us directly into everything that comes next. Now, what comes next, Colin, you may be asking? Well, I'm glad you did ask. The next two episodes are absolutely lovely. We have a bunker interlude where we'll have some quick scenes between characters to start working towards personal arcs, stories, you know, things like that, and also to do some leveling up for the characters that we do see in that episode. And we'll also be having an episode of Making Myth Takes, to celebrate our first full year of making this show. Let me say that one more time. We are going to be making an episode of Making Myth Takes to celebrate our first full year of making this show. A full year! Can you believe that the next episode marks the one-year anniversary? That's crazy. Now, we don't have a confirmed list of who will be on that episode just yet, but please send us questions and theories that you'd want us to talk about. If the character that you want to hear from can't make that recording session, we'll still get you an answer, whether by tweet or by audio clip. So tweet to us at MythTakesCast or email us at scavengersnetwork at gmail.com. If you're a Patreon patron, you'll be getting two bonus episodes of MythTakes next month. Um, our plans for the March content fell through. Um... But uh, we've, we've got some really cool extra lore up ahead. Um, if you're not a patron but want to help support this show and all the rest and get all that bonus content, just head over to www.patreon.com slash the scavengers network. That's all I'm going to say for today so that you can get back to that finale. But remember, please, please, please send us your questions and theories. We really want to talk about them. Uh, the next episode is on May 9th, so we'll see you then. Bye. We cut over to Buck and Vera on the uh, snowmobile, um, and... Noctis and Mikhail climbing up, climbing aboard uh, Mongo's back. Um, and so, uh, well, hey, Godspeed. Here we go, I guess. So let's let's do this. Let's do this little plan. All right. Um, all right, Vera, let's start with a use magic. So uh, roll 2d6 and add your weird. I rolled two. Plus two weird. Okay. I'm going to use a luck because I don't want to die. <laughs> okay. So, oh, you rolled a 12. <laughs> um, on a 12, uh, let's see, uh, the magic works without issue. So we're going to choose an effect. Um, okay, so we're going to do one thing that is beyond human limitations, um, which is essentially you're just going to well, I, I mean, okay, so let me ask you this. How how does this look when you use this blast of force or this blast of wind to kind of, you know, part the Red Sea? 
how does this how does this look you know what what does your movement look like and how does it affect them it's a lot of arm moving like to my sides mm-hmm. and then like a final full body motion forward to use as much force as possible all right and so with that push you uh push basically every single one of them that is in the the cave mouth and even some that are a little bit further back completely out and against the sides and the snowmobile is quickly followed by mongo and the other two push deeper into the cave when you enter the big room at the end the site is something that i think that i'm not sure words necessarily can truly depict it is a large cavernous room that kind of goes further out and up than the actual opening initially was and the every bit of the wall is just covered with these things uh, like this is the amount of things that if they were to all attack immediately at the exact same time, it would be game over for anybody, you know. However, they are not moving. They are actually completely still. And at the far wall, kind of up a small, kind of like a staircase, it's just more of, you know, rocks that have sort of jutted outwards and stuff like that. It's kind of a clumsy staircase, if you will. At the top of that staircase, Vera's uh, prediction was accurate. There is a a portal, a sort of hell gate, as we've seen in uh, in the other two arcs. And uh, standing in front of that is a Wendigo that does not look the same as the others. This is a Wendigo that still has a bit more of a humanistic form, um, but it is also somehow much larger. Um, And it looks up at all of you, and it has very broken English, right? And it says, Why kill family? Because you attack people in the village at bottom of hill. Human no concern. But why? Mm. <laughs> Human food. It's like, okay. And and then the creature looks at Mikhail a little bit further and it leans forward and it goes Mikhail. How do you know my name? At what time does the crow fly? And then it jumps into the center of the room and takes a big old swipe at Mikhail. Uh, Mikhail, oh, why don't you act under pressure for me? Oh, we got 12. No, yes. All right. So with that, uh, you do what you set out to do, which means that you are going to completely uh, dodge this attack and... I will let you do any sort of counter movement, whether it's an attack, moving further away, whatever you want to do in this moment of being under pressure. (laughs) Normally, I would go for the attack, but I think it's better to work as a team for this. So fall back to the rest of the team. Okay. And with that, we are in the boss battle boss fight um and so uh the four of you are standing there and uh who would like to go first uh noctis will uh try to activate their head and kick some ass all right let's see what you got uh that is uh that's an eight um a nine is still a mixed success right Yes. Because I have one forward, but if it doesn't get me out of mixed success, then I will use it. Right. Yeah, it's still it's still mixed success. Um, all right, so then why don't you paint the scene of this attack for me? Okay, so uh, activate my red right hand and leap towards the Windigo that was talking to us, the, the bigger one that looks, and try to 
uh, punch it, but since it's a mixed success, I probably just deliver like a glancing blow. I miss it. It moves out of, you know, starts to duck out of my way. So I still get some of the side of its head, but not like a full impact. So that does three damage to it. Um, and it does also get an attack in on you. So how does, how does it kind of counter you? Um, well, if it kind of ducked away and sort of swung at me with its, uh, if I'm coming towards it and it ducks slightly to the left and then with its right hand comes up and kind of tries to smack me because I'm leaping at it, like, to the side. And so that it would hit me and I'd get knocked to the ground. Okay. Um, and so you take uh, two harm on that. Okay. Uh, I, all right, who is up next? I have plus two natural oh, armor, yeah. so how do I calculate, like... Oh, okay. Then you take no harm okay. there. Uh, I have a question. Yes. Is Varys still on my snowmobile? Not Well, it's not mine, but it's still on the snowmobile. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys get off of it when you arrived into this room? Yes, I did. I would probably still be on it. Okay. Um, I'd like to kick some ass. Okay. I'd like to ram... Well, no, because no, Noctis is right around, and I don't want to hit Noctis. Um... I've been kind of knocked to the side of it. You could still probably oh. run into it with that. Okay, then I'm going to kick some ass with a snowmobile. Um, let me roll, and then I'll go into this. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, and that is tough. Okay, well, we're going to... Let me take a look at my character sheet. Okay, so I, that's a two. Oh. Yeah. Woof. Woof. Um, okay, so you start going towards him and uh it's it's just not gonna go well. You're not gonna get an attack in on him. Um and he's just sorta gonna gonna clothesline you basically right off of it. Ooh. Um and so the snowmobile is gonna continue forward. <laughs> uh but you will not. Um and you take two harm. Two harm, alright, up to three. Who's up next? While it's occupied with um, Buck, mm-hmm. I'm going to go try to literally disarm it. Um, I'm noticing a trend take here. Take off the arm that is, hey, whatever. <laughs> um, whatever I can do to make it easier to beat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to take off the arm that is dealing with Buck. So I'm going to kick some ass. All right. Roll those two d6 for me. 11. Then I, got a, then I have a plus one tough. That makes sense. Okay. Um, so you get to choose an extra effect. Either you can uh, keep one plus forward, uh, plus one forward. Um, you can inflict terrible harm and add plus one damage. Um, you can suffer less harm, which means that when it counterattacks, you take one less. Or you can force them where you want them to. I'm going to inflict terrible damage. Okay. Um, so I think with that, um, how much does the sword do again? Uh, two. Two? Okay, so you do. You end up doing three. I think with that, you don't take off the whole arm. That sounds really weird. You don't take off the arm, but you definitely, you definitely get him real deep. Like, he's got a major gash in that shoulder area. You know, you, you cut through part of it, but it was not... He, he's a thick boy, you know? That's, you can't knock that when to go over with a pail of water. Um, and uh, I don't know, could you not? Never mind, doesn't matter. Um, and so he definitely bellows out. Um, and I'm not even going to attempt it. I'm just going to say that he does yell something out in Russian. Most likely some sort of cuss. Um, but because I don't know any Russian cuss words, we're just going to leave it at that. Um, all right, Vera, what do you do? Um, I'm gonna kick some ass too. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. Wait, they don't like fire, but I don't have fire, so ice wouldn't do anything. So I'm gonna use my force again. Okay. And. So where are you, where where are you trying to uh, force him to? Into one of the walls, just like inflict some 
Blunt not a concussion trauma? trauma blunt force trauma blunt force trauma that's <laughs> the words that i was looking for <laughs> okay or, or, um or, never mind. so why don't you go ahead and actually uh, for you technically that's use magic Oh, okay. Um, so go ahead and do that. Roll that plus weird. Okay, so I got seven plus two weird. Okay. All right. So um, when on a seven to nine, it works imperfectly, and you choose your effect and a glitch. Um, uh, the keeper will decide what effect the glitch has. Okay. You get to do exactly what you want to do. <laughs> Sorry. Um, how much damage does does your attack do? You, this move is going to be weakened a little bit, um, and it's only going to do two instead of three damage. Um, but you do still get to do what you set out to do. Um, so let's see. All right. So now that everyone is gone, we can start over at the top. But it, again, it doesn't always have to be the same order. So whoever has a move that they would like to attempt, jump on it. Okay. Well, well Noctis is gonna got knocked down to the ground. Is gonna kind of roll towards it and try and kick some ass using the red right hand and like grabbing and crushing his leg. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, that's just a seven. Uh, wait, plus my tough, so that's a nine. Still a... <laughs> Still a mixed success. Okay. Um, so, uh, all right, well, tell me how this goes, both your attack and their counterattack, or maybe they hit you before you hit them, or whatever you want the scene to look like. Uh, so I roll towards them and grab their leg and try and crush it. And then I would say they probably uh, kick at me with their other leg before I can do that much damage. Perfect. Um, and you take three harm, which means that you're only going to take one harm, yeah. technically, because of your armor. He is starting to look a little worse for wear. Um before we do this next attack, he is going to turn around and reach for something that is right next to the portal, um, which, uh, Mikhail, you will recognize. It is a sword that matches yours. It is a sword that belongs to... How do you say it? There you go. Nailed it. That was the one. Um, it is the sword that, you know, that every... Uh, mm -hmm. like initiate of that group receives or uses um, and he uh, puts that in his other hand and he is going to not no, the one that's not severed basically mm -hmm. um, and he is uh, coming after let's see who has gained the most unwanted attention I think maybe mm, Buck oh I knew you were going to say that uh, yeah. I knew it <laughs> sorry uh, the buck stops here. Sorry, man. Literally, yeah. Uh, that's funny. Time to start looking at the character creator again. No, don't worry. I don't. <laughs> I doubt that you can do too much damage to your character. Either. I'm okay. It's the last game of Red Rover I ever played. Jeez. As long as you don't hit 13 points of damage in this episode, you should be fine. Oh, 13? I thought it was uh seven. Uh, well, ten. I think 12 is technically where you or is where you're like in disarray or whatever but it's like 13 once you if you go immediately past 12 yeah then it's then it's like definite dead zone okay there's nothing that can be done dead zone. after six or once you hit seven basically then you're unstable okay and you can still fight but you're you're not as uh I, if i'm not mistaken i think you get like negative one okay or something like that to everyone. okay because i was just looking at the character sheet and it said like three ticks for okay and then four going into dying but i guess that goes back into the I'm, my, I might be thinking of something different. I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, or, I mean, my math might just be completely off, but still. Okay. Because um, so, I think it was like... I, I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so he is up to me now, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I am... I imagine there's a little bit of pressure with a big thing with a sword a yelling Russian at me. So this seems <laughs> like a good time to act under pressure. But instead of acting under pressure, I'm going to use the bottling it up. So I can take up to plus three bonus when I act under pressure. Okay. Perfect. So let's roll for that real quick. That's a seven. Oh, did I just... Oh, I just closed out of my character sheet. One sec. Oh, Alex, why'd you do that? <laughs> oh, Alex. Oh, come on. All right. So that was a seven 
and act under pressure is what is that cool so i have two mm-hmm. cool so that gives me a nine and with nine that so i'm going to take a plus one okay to do what i set out to do okay perfect and i am going to shoot it with the hunting rifle all right and i want to f- i want to find some way to disarm it whether it drops the sword or whatever mm-hmm. okay so this time we're doing a different type of disarm yeah <laughs> okay disarming, i see a theme dis- yeah. disarming not dismembering yeah all right sure uh so go ahead and do that then okay i i guess i'll do it i mean p- paint the paint the <laughs> okay. scene for you buddy <laughs> okay it's like well i, I mean there's not much i could do because this is a kind of verbal storytelling but so so as it's charging at me or oh, at I'm in the process of getting up and I just kind of instinctively grab the hunting rifle because I figure, well, it's far away. It won't come towards me. Here it is coming barreling towards me with a sword. So I think, all right, well, let me see what would be the best thing to do. Probably get it to drop the sword. So I just aim and try and shoot whatever, whichever hand's holding the sword and hope that it drops it. And because of that uh, good move, you, you do it. He is definitely looking a little worse for wear. How much damage does your uh, hunting rifle do again, too? Uh, that does two, I believe, yes. This creature is not looking so hot. Um, he's, uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's definitely looking like he's kind of got, uh, for lack of a better term, his last leg on mm-hmm. him. And that's not meant to be a joke after <laughs> what Noctis did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I think that uh, basically what's going to happen here is there is a a brief pause um and he just sort of falls for a brief second and he looks up at Mikael and just says like very quietly like get out when you can and he um turns around and is trying to clamber back into the portal. He is he's not getting there very quickly, but he's 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 making his way back as quickly as he possibly can. Um what do you do? Well, I think I should be the one to put him out of his misery. So I'm going to go up there and just take him out. Just finish him off. Okay. Um I don't think you even need to do a kick some ass. Um, I think that you just kind of go up and you plunge your sword into this guy. And as you do, he lets out a final cry. Um, And he, with the last bit of his strength, he stands up and... Uh, once again, like I said, he's, he's just bellowing. And every Wendigo that was in the room is staring at him. And he just sort of starts to go ape shit. Um, this is his last little hurrah, you know, you know, like most horror movies mm-hmm. are. You think someone's dead and the hand comes out, you know. And he's just sort of smashing into things around him. And he knocks into a couple, um, you know, like walls and stuff like that. And you feel the entire room start to shake. And some rocks have started to fall from the top of the ceiling. Um, Right as he breathes his final breath, he looks at you one last time, but doesn't say a word and just falls backwards, dead into the portal. With that, most of the Wendigo... I think kind of get, for lack of a better term, almost kind of freaked out. And most of them begin to follow him. Some of them, however, have now turned their attention to you. But this place is coming down. And very quickly. Um, So, I'm going to have just one of you roll, act under pressure to determine how easily we get out. Uh, Vera, why don't you roll, act under pressure for me? Eight. So, worst outcome, hard choice, or price to pay? Okay. All right, so you're all going to get out. But? But, uh, as this place is coming down, 
uh, some of the Wendigo are trying to catch up to you. And Mongo cries out to you and says, Keep going. I will keep them off. Go, go, go. And uh, he starts, you know, attacking some of these creatures around you. And uh, the there's a little bit of an avalanche, essentially. And the last that you see of Mongo is him fighting off Wendigo in the cave as the entire cave front becomes covered. Mongo's fate is unknown. But the four of you have made it out. And now you're all standing there, kind of in shock, a little bit surprised. Buck, you get a text message uh, while you are all trying to catch your breath. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a group chat between you and Lucy and Hank. And the first message uh, came in about an hour ago. Um, and it's from Hank. And he says, um, things got messy over here. Um, I'm heading back to the bunker and I have company. So be ready for that. Lucy, I'm going to need you back here ASAP. Have you finished what you're doing? Lucy also responded about 23 minutes ago and says, Loose ends to tie up. Um, and so now you are standing in front of the, the three people around mm-hmm. you. How do you convince them to come back with you? Well, first I respond, you know, I hate group messages and I send that before I send anything else. Um, how do I, cause this wouldn't be like a convince. Um, Hmm. That's a good question. I think Noctis is probably already starting to edge back to the shadows as soon as you guys got out and, you know, nobody, no Wendigos were following us. Yeah. It's like, well, okay. So I, so we all have a lot of questions, but I'm going to need you all to come with me. Are you all, can you all come with me? We, that's, we, there are more, there are more things out there in the world like this, and I'm going to need your help to take care of these things. Yeah, I guess so. I'm, uh, I have freakish. I, I don't, nobody at any point has ever reacted to me. Like, I don't know that you'd, like, um, I look. Almost as scary as the Wendigos, so. Well, you helped you helped, you helped us beat them, and as far as I'm concerned, that's fine in my book. So, I would have to report back to original sect, but put uh, me up for a maybe. <laughs> so you're one of those kinds of people on Facebook, okay? Put down the maybe, okay. <laughs> So there's, now, so, it's a, so there's basically two maybes and one yes. Two maybes and one yes. That's that's better than what I was hoping for. So I'm gonna I'm gonna send another message to the group chat. Okay, well things were just about as fine on my end. I have one one yes and two maybes. And I send that. Buck takes a moment and looks at the three of you. And uh you know, there's definitely this moment of like I don't know how to describe this facial expression. Like maybe it's like that look of, well, I did ask nicely. And then all of a sudden there is a bright flash. Everything just kind of goes blank for a bit for, for all of you. We are now mere moments before the conference room scene. We see Dr. Hank Mansfield gathering a few things and hurrying around in his office. He hits a button and says, CL3, would you kindly put all the subjects in conference room four? And please be sure that Buck and Lucy are in on this little meeting of the minds we have going on. There is silence. CL3? Confirming order. Yes, sir. Proceeding as instructed. Hank turns off the comm, but is still not sure why CL3 took so long to answer. A blip on his tablet informs him that everyone is in place. He walks to the door where Lucy and Buck stand outside waiting to follow him in. Hank puts on his game face and opens the door. 
All of the subjects look at him and his associates. Everyone is confused, some a little angry, some a little scared. Hank sits down and says, All right, some of y'all are not being quite straight with me, but I guess we'll deal with that in due time. He makes eye contact with Noctis, Annabelle, Mikhail, TJ, and Natalie specifically during these words, making sure to note how they respond. Jesus Christ, man, I'm... Let's just start from the beginning. I am Dr. Hank Mansfield. This is Buck, and this is Lucy. Shit is getting buck wild out there, and y'all simply know just too damn much. So it's time we talk about what comes next. making fun of really, really bad ghost hunting shows. There's one in particular we enjoy making fun of. It's called Ghost Adventures, and it includes things such as bad fashion sense, grown men yelling at nothing, outrageously large belt buckles, too much hair gel, and unfortunately, a lot of really cringy, painful, and socially unaware stuff, too. I'm Cassie. And I'm Max. We're the hosts of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. Find Insanely Haunted for free wherever you get your podcasts.